Good morning and welcome to ASL's HR in 10. At 10. I'm Jason Perry. And I'm Kimberly Bradshaw. And I'm delighted to tell you I'm back this week COVID free after having been uh, infected by it last week. So uh, definite improvement. Definitely. And with that, my phone just rings. The things that yeah, happen when you're live. Yeah, just reminded me have I switched my volume off and I hadn't. <laughs> yes, I, I thought I had. Forgive me, I shall put it on do not disturb and try and stop that from happening again. Um, <laughs> just to prove we're live. Um, each week we get together, um, broadcast on YouTube and talk about what's going on in the world of HR. I keep thinking, Kimberly, one of these days we're properly going to move on from COVID. But it's not this week, is it? No, certainly not after the announcement yesterday that we could reach 100,000 cases in the winter, uh, which is going to put a strain on everything. I, you know, I think we've got a couple of years of this. Yeah. To, you know, yes, things will change. Yes, things will improve. But, you know, we'll have our downsides and we'll have to change again. And I think it's going to be a very fluid situation for employers for quite some time to come yeah. yet. Yeah. Um, well, we've got an announcement, I think it's this morning, which was from the British Medical Association, um, asking for Plan B, and that's masks, and that's work from home again. And you know, the reason I bring that up is we're talking about employment law, about employee relations, HR issues, and work from home, that's a big one that affects employers if we get back there. And it's looking possible again, isn't it? It is, and I think, you know, last time we had to stay at home, well, the first time we had to stay at home, you know, it was a real panic, nobody really knew what to do, and I think, you know, every employer at the moment really needs to have a have their own plan B, what mm. if we do go back to that, what Absolutely. if we, you know, how are we going to organise this, so at least there can be a bit more on the front foot rather than reacting this time around. Yeah, totally. There's, there's a few things that strike me. And actually, just at that point, I was just getting slightly short of breath just to prove that you get over COVID and it still has an effect. It's still affecting my breathing at this point. But while I was under um, house arrest, as I've been describing it, quarantined for 10 days, um, an interesting thing happened that struck me is we had somebody visit our office premises. Obviously, I wasn't there. I was working from home. Um, but we had somebody visit to check, A, I was okay, arguably. I think slightly more to check I wasn't in the building. Um, and finally, just to talk through what our procedures were, how we were handling COVID safe working environment. And that was a new one on me. I didn't know such calls were happening, but they're face to face. And if one of your workers tests positive, expect a knock on the door from an authority trying to check how you're handling it. That's interesting, isn't it? It really is. And I think, you know, yes, we know that a lot of the cases are in schools at the moment, but workplaces are the next breeding ground, if you like. And, you know, as we've talked about a number of times, Jason, I really don't think that employers are quite getting it right, uh, particularly the smaller ones yes. who you know, don't have an in-house HR person and, mm. and that kind of thing. Because you've had some very interesting things yes. come away. Well, that, that was actually very clear because what happened when the inspector came in, one of our people um, dealt with him in our, in our COVID-safe way of come in, gel your hands, sit on that sofa over there and we'll stand the other side of the room and talk to you. Um, 
But what he then did, he said, look, why don't I get Jason to phone you and you can talk to him about it, given you know I'm the one that's fronting most of our action on it. And it was a fascinating discussion because he was telling me all sorts of failures that he'd found and that sometimes they're closing firms down when they go out and find that they are not COVID safe. And mm. simple risk assessments and looking at what your exposure is and finding a safe way of handling it really, really is important. But he was telling me quite often they find people are at work when they shouldn't be um, and said, but it's okay, he's in an office on his own. Um, you know, yeah, he's got to walk through, he's going to be breathing. <laughs> but it was interesting to see this was going on and he was saying it was often the smaller employers and there clearly are issues there. And uh, you know, just anecdotally, I've picked up on a couple of stories, and two that amuse me were talking to somebody who who told me that their employer had closed the staff kitchen so that people didn't go and make tea and coffee and therefore spread the virus on the cups. It was okay because they could go out to buy drinks. Ah, well, apart from the you know the basic health and safety responsibilities to provide water. access to water yes absolutely uh, that's, that's really quite shocking surely you're more likely to get it in a coffee shop than totally. you are in the kitchen totally and what you've got in some cases is small employers who are not familiar with employment risks health and safety risk assessments trying to make judgments and i'm sure they mean well but they're doing the wrong things in some cases. Mm. One of the other ones I picked up this week that kind of amused me is somebody who said, um, my work's just ridiculous. We have to put a mask on when we stand up. Um, now, clearly what they're trying to do is get across something that if you're working at your desk, it's fine. But if you walk around the building, you ought to wear a mask. But there's a key thing here, and it's yours and my favorite phrase, I think employee engagement you you have to actually not enforce an idea on your people but win hearts and minds and show them why you're doing something and win their support and that's the only way we're going to get people taking it seriously isn't it it is and you know there's so many really simple things that employers can do to make their workplace safe you know the one with the kitchen to me that's they haven't got appropriate cleaning in place yes. they haven't got signs up saying one at a time wear your mask use the gel before you touch anything and you know if they just engage people and said right how are we going to deal with this as a team and mm. i know so many employers even really small ones have done this they've just sat everybody down and said right yeah. How are we going to make this safe for everybody? And that is so important yeah. at the moment. Yeah. And it's something you can just continue through regular team meetings and make sure it's always on the agenda. Just as you and I always bring it up on the agenda on these sessions. It's just reminding people. Look, I think we ought to move on a little bit because we talked for ages on that one. There's there's something else that really caught my attention. And I'm I'm wondering how many people out there have spotted it. Um, you know what I'm going to talk about. Furlough clearly ended on the 30th of September. We all know that. But something else finished, didn't it? And no one noticed. The rebate on COVID SSP. Absolutely. So it's got a lovely name, isn't it? It's something like CSSR 
P COVID statutory sick pay rebate scheme or something. Wonderful yeah. thing. But it's where employers, smaller employers, medium-sized employers, could claim back the cost of SSP, which you're now obliged to pay from day one of an absence, either for isolation or where somebody's got the virus. Um, and sneaked under the radar, I'd say, is the government have repealed that piece of law that enables employers to claim it back from HMRC. It ended on the last day of September. And you've got up to the last day of December to put in a claim for any COVID SSP. So please watch that if you've got people you're paying. But there's a sting in the tail, isn't there, Kimberly? Yes, go for it. You can't claim the SSP anymore, but you are still obliged to pay for it. So they only repealed one half of the legislation. So if you still have people going on sick leave with COVID or isolating because they've been in contact and aren't double jabbed or something like that, um, they still must be paid SSP from day one. Yes, and I think actually so many employers are not doing that. They're just following their standard, uh, you know, terms, you know, four days or what if they've got enhanced uh, mm. sick pay. I think employers are just doing that now. And it is, it, it's just so typical of the last 18, well, it's more than 18 months now. But, you know, we, we get something, we get told something or we don't get told something, but then we find out that we're meant to be doing something all around employment law yeah. issues. And it, it, it's really been quite a joke. And this is just a, another one. Well, keeping up to date with it is very hard work, which is kind of why we started doing these sessions and why we run the ASLHR forum every Wednesday and you know the ASL employment law update once a month. Um, we do these things to try and help people keep up to date. But you're right, it is difficult. And so many of these things change quietly. But mm. that SSP one, I think there is a large number of employers who simply won't know. Um, and there's not a lot they can do about it, but being aware and planning for it, you must still pay that SSP, but you can't claim it back. Yeah. I'm just watching my screen here, Kimberly, and it's the point where I realise we are doing this from, as it were, home studios and we don't have full TV studio because suddenly I've got dark as the sunlight's come across there. Um, yeah, from behind a cloud, briefly. Yes. But there we go. I think that might be our clue that we've been talking for long enough. Um, as ever, this is HR in 10 and it's just become HR in 11. Um, so for now, we'll wrap up. Uh, thanks for watching and we look forward to seeing you all again same time next week. Goodbye. See you next week. Bye-bye.